Good morning! Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. This morning's episode is titled, Why Sit We Here Until We Die? It shall be focused on a study of 2 Kings chapter 7. Before we go any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We see today the lepers which were at the gate, Lord, questioning themselves, why should we sit here until we die? If we sit here, we die of leprosy, and if we go in, we might get killed by by hunger in the city. We surely will, and maybe the, the Syrians will spare us. They went in there and found out, Lord, you had brought a great victory, Lord, as you had prophesied by your prophet Elisha. Lord, it's a great lesson to recognize that your word will always come to pass. And sometimes it's it's not apparent how, but it's not our business to know how you bring your word to pass, but just to believe it, that it shall come to pass. So we thank you for all these things, Lord, that we do not seek to understand, but we seek to believe you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to 2 Kings chapter 7. Chapter 7 Then Elisha said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, Tomorrow, about this time, shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel, and two measures of barley for a shekel, in the gate of Samaria. Then a lord on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God, and said, Behold! If the Lord would make windows in heaven, might this thing be? And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thine eyes, but shalt not eat thereof. And there were four leprous men at the entering in of the gate. And they said to one another, Why sit we here until we die? If we say, We will enter into the city, then the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit still here, we die also. Now therefore come. And let us fall unto the host of the Syrians. If they save us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. And they rose up in the twilight to go unto the camp of the Syrians. And when they were come to the uttermost part of the camp of Syria, behold, there was no man there. For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. And they said one to another, Lo! The king of Israel hath hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. Wherefore they arose and fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their asses, even the camp as it was, and fled for their life. And when these lepers came to the uttermost part of the camp, they went into one tent and did eat and drink and carried thence silver and gold and raiment and went and hid it and came again and entered into another tent and carried thence also, and went and hid it. Then they said one to another, We do not well. This day is a day of good tidings, and we hold our peace. If we tarry to the morning light, some mischief will come upon us. Now therefore come, that we may go and tell the king's household. So they came and called unto the porter of the city, and they told them, saying, We came to the camp of the Syrians, and behold, There was no man there, neither voice of man, but horses tied, and asses tied, and the tents as they were. And he called the porters, and they told it to the king's house within. 
And the king arose in the night and said unto his servants, I will now show you what the Syrians have done to us. They know that we be hungry. Therefore are they gone out of the camp to hide themselves in the field, saying, When they come out of the city, we shall catch them alive and get into the city. And one of his servants answered and said, Let some take, I pray thee, five of the horses that remain which are left in the city. Behold, they are as all the multitude of Israel that are left in it. Behold, I say, they are even as all the multitude of the Israelites that are consumed. And let us send and see. They took therefore two chariot horses, and the king sent after the host of the Syrians, saying, Go and see. And they went after them unto Jordan. And lo, all the way was full of garments and vessels, which the Syrians had cast away in their haste. And the messengers returned and told the king. And the people went out and spoiled the tents of the Syrians. So a measure of fine flour was sold for a shekel, and two measures of barley for a shekel, according to the word of the Lord. And the king appointed the Lord on whose hand he leaned to have the charge of the gate. And the people trod upon him in the gate, and he died, as the man of God had said, who spake when the king came down to him. And it came to pass as the man of God had spoken to the king, saying, Two measures of barley for a shekel, and a measure of fine flour for a shekel, shall be tomorrow about this time in the gate of Samaria. And that Lord answered the man of God and said, Now behold, if the Lord should make windows in heaven, might such a thing be? And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thine eyes, but shalt not eat thereof. And so it fell out unto him, for the people trod upon him in the gate, and he died. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled, It is I, Be Not Afraid. This was preached in 1961 on February the 12th in the evening. We'll begin at paragraph 64 up to paragraph 93. I trust you find it to be a blessing. Now, let me see again. You without prayer cards. It has sickness and diseases, and you want God to heal you. I don't care where you are. Raise up your hand. Well, that's just about everyone. I'll be real reverent. Don't make a bit of noise. Keep real reverent. Just keep real sweet in your soul, and you do this. You say, let me give you a little scripture now. You say, Lord, I'm like the woman that pressed through the crowd. When she's seen and recognized she'd had a blood issue, She's seen you, and she said within herself, If I can touch that man's garment, I'll be made well. You remember the story? And probably she didn't have a prayer card, but she wanted to get through the crowd, and she pressed through. So she touched his garment. That was a loose-hanging garment. Now, the Palestinian robe, he'd have never felt it physically, because it was proven. She touched him like that, and she went back, sat down. He turned around and said, Who touched me? And the great St. Peter said, he rebuked him. In other words, you might have said, what do you mean by saying something like that? Well, that's a, that's a unmiddle question. Why would you say something like that? Well, everybody's got their arms around you and shaking your hands and saying, Rabbi, we're glad to see you. Well, why would you ask a thing like that? See, that's what people's doing today. He said, but this was a different touch. I perceive that I have gotten weak. Now, if one touch like that would make the Son of God weak, what would it do to me, a sinner saved by grace? 
because the translation I gave you a while ago, these things that I do shall you also, and more than this. He is my strength. But it makes you weak. Daniel saw one vision was trouble at his head for many days. Now, he turned around and he looked till he found. Then he told her what her trouble was, and she was healed. Now, to these ministers, I suppose, sitting on a platform, my brethren, and in the audience, how many ministers here tonight have read the scripture that Jesus Christ is right now our high priest that can be touched by the feeling of our infirmities? How many know that? Well, then, if Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and forever, he's the same high priest, then he'd have to act the same as he did yesterday if he's the same high priest. Is that right? Because God can't change. Well, now, if you just be, don't, don't get nervous. Don't nobody get up. Just sit still. And you won't be nervous. And we'll just look quietly, saying, Brother Bam and I come touch you. That would be no more good than touching that bench there. Wouldn't do you a bit more good than touching that? To touch me, I ain't nothing about me. I'm just a no-good sinner saved by the grace of God. Touch your husband, touch your wife, touch your brother, touch somebody else. Be just the same. You're touching man. Now, don't make any of where I put my hands on you or not. But just one time touch him. Just touch him. And let his resurrected life that's among us now see what he'll do. See if he isn't still the same now for Brethren, if, he do, if he'll do that, it looks like it ought to take every kink out of your mind, doesn't it? Yeah. It seems like it's so perfect, there's the word that says it. See? Now, the only thing that keeps me from receiving it is gross denseness. Oh, it's a world. I'm so tired. Oh, I, I feel so bad. I wish you could. See? You'll never get nothing. You've got to be on the alert. Watching. Reverently. Watching, believing. Lord. This is my hour. I'm coming, Lord. Let me touch you. That man don't know me. How many out there is a stranger to me? Raise up your hand. Knows that I don't know you. How many in a prayer line and I'm a stranger to you and I don't know you? Raise up your hand. Everyone. All right, all y'all. There isn't one person in here right now that I'm looking at or anywhere I can see that I know. Not a person. Back here, the only one I know is my own son standing there, Brother Arden back here, the minister here. I've shut hands with this brother here. My field secretary and one of the managers sitting right here. That's the only people in this building that I know. And if they have anything wrong with them, I won't speak with them. I'll let it go like you got in the room last night back there. I'll let that go till then. But now, now we've, we've talked about it, we've preached about it, declared it by the Word. How many know it says the Word says so? Let's see if... How many says that we believe that Jesus meant just what he said, that that angel would be back on earth to the elected church. Now, my sheep hear my voice. An unbeliever will walk away and shake his head. No, sir. But he wasn't sent to him. He was sent to the believer. Like Abraham, never went out in Sodom. He went to the elect church, the called out church, the separated church. And he showed them that sign as he was then. Jesus said the same thing would take place. Now, how many believe that that's true? It's time. It's an hour. Now, if he will come and will do something to these people along here, just the same as he did then, out in the audience here and around us, wherever it may be, if he'll do the same thing, how many will promise that with all the faith that I got, I'll accept it? Raise up your hand. Everyone that wants to... I'm trying to find the spot. 
Now let's softly sing just a moment. Only believe if you sister will give us the feel. Oh, oh I'm being reverent now. Being fair. of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, I take every soul in here under my control for the glory of God. Don't move around. Be real there. All right. Start your <clears throat> Would you just walk a little closer? Now, to the audience. Now, I've been preaching, so I want to talk to this woman. <clears throat> now, let me scripturally base it now for you. Let's take where I was talking. Let's see be St. John 4. Here's a man and a woman. I believe you held up your hands that we were strangers to one another. We are strangers. So the audience way back in the back would know that we're strangers. We just supposed to hold our hands up that we don't know each other. Now, this is just like St. John 4. Our Lord come to a well and met a woman. He never saw her. She never saw him. But he described what that woman's condition was, where her trouble was. And quickly she said, you must be a prophet. We know the Messiah is coming, and when the Messiah cometh, he'll tell us these things. How many knows that's true? And now, uh, sister, I just got through saying, I believe, that at the... He was on his road to Jericho, but had to go by Samaria. And the father sent him up there. Well, now, we don't know one another. I've never seen you, and you've never seen me. And this is our first time meeting. Then, I believe God sent me down here. Brother Arden, right there, called me and asked me if I'd come to Long Beach. And also come to Brother Arnie Vick. I told him I would. Well, they put both weeks down here for some reason. Then I believe that was God doing that. Then I'm here. Then you're here. Father sent me here, but I don't know you. So if the Messiah would happen to me being a man, human being, your brother, Bram, I don't know nothing about you. God knows that in word. But if the Messiah will come and anoint me, then he would do the same thing that he did down there. He would know what your trouble was, and can tell you. Now, what if if he was standing here himself in person, not me, but him? You'd say, "Oh Lord Jesus, heal me." Now, he couldn't do that. He'd say, "Child of mine, I've already done that, and I died for it." But then he'd say, "That you might know that I am He. I will do as I did when I was here on earth, because I cannot change." See, now if the Father will show me what your trouble is, then would you believe me to be the Messiah? You'd say, "Yea, Lord," and He'd. 
Perhaps it's the same thing you do. Of course, it has to. He's, he's the same. But see now, he himself, the body, Jesus Christ, is sitting at the right hand of God in heaven. But he sent back the Holy Spirit. The Spirit was upon him. Now, he had it without measure. The fullness of the Godhead bodily was in him. I just got a little spoonful. That's what we had. Got it by measure. But if I took a spoonful of water out of the ocean and brought it up here and tested the chemicals in it, the same chemicals in the entire ocean is in that spoonful. Just not as much of it. See, as I'm talking, I'm watching something. You're aware that something's going on. Now, if the audience can see that, standing between me and that woman stands that light that you're looking at on the picture. Right now it makes me feel good. I know he's here. I was a little weary at first, but he's here now. You're aware that something's going on. I want you to witness to the audience, if it's so or not. Just a moment ago, a real sweet, comfortable, like feeling. It's a nice, comfortable feeling. Right, isn't it? Now, if the Lord Jesus will let me know something about you, that I know nothing, but if he could tell me something that you have been or something like that, if he could tell you what you have been, he'd know what you will be. If he could tell you that, you'd be the judge for his presence. You are troubled with something with your hip, I believe. Something wrong with your hip. That's what you want me to pray for. If that's right, raise up your hand for the people to see. All right, do you believe now with all your heart? Now, just a moment, see. So that you won't, you'll thoroughly understand it wasn't a guess. But that's as much as Jesus done to the woman at the well. That's right, is that right? That's right. But now just to let you know that he keeps his word, that proves it. You say, it could have been a guess, Brother Branham. How could I guess that? When right now, I don't know what I told him. It'd have to come off the tape. I'll be reverent. Just look again. Just merely for a vision, that's all. I'm watching you. Yeah, I see you going back, back, back. Yes, it's, it's in your hip. All right, you got hip trouble. And you've got somebody else on your mind that you're praying for. That's a son. Something wrong with him in a cat. That's right. And then there's something else that boy is shadowed. That means that he, he needs salvation. He's not a Christian. That's true. You believe God can tell me who you are? Would it help you? Would what? Mrs. Morris? <coughs> Go believe it. Now, do you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ? God, just raise up your hands and say, Thank you, Lord Jesus. Our Heavenly Father, Thou hast not left us alone. Thou hast blessed us and given us of thy goodness. I pray that you'll help us to believe now and each one be healed. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, we ask it. Amen. Now please be seated. Please, please. Don't move. Stay still. See, each one of you is a spirit. How many knows that? Sure. Look here. What is this? My finger. What's this? My hand. What's this? My ear. But who's me? It's my me inside. This is what belongs to me. That's what I'm talking about. You, your spirit. And by being anointed now with his Holy Spirit, I'm in contact with you. Pray. Pray. Don't die. 
What could happen right now if the church would just get alive? Is this the next business? How do you do, lady? Uh, we are strange to each other, too, I suppose. I do not know you. But God does know you. And if he knows you, then the only way I'd be able to know you would be by something he'd tell me. Jesus said, I do just as the Father shows me. And that's the only way I could do just as Father would show me. But if he'll show me what your trouble is, will you believe him? The colored lady sitting there, right out here, high blood pressure. You believe Jesus Christ makes you well now? You touched something, didn't you? Or it's your heel now, Jesus Christ heals you. Now tell me what she touched. Tell me what she touched. She touched the high priest. I don't know that lady, never seen her, but I turned here. I know this was a white woman, and I looked, there's a colored lady standing here. I looked around, she had a little funny looking thing on top of her head. How about, where's that? I felt it going, like a heartbeat going. I looked, there it was, I see it break loose like that. I seen him put something around her arm and pump it up. And it said, high blood pressure. It's over now, sister. Jesus Christ heals you. And is he a high priest that can be touched by the feeling of iron burgundy? I'd be real reverent now. We want to, God is worship. We like to worship Him, but the Holy Spirit's so timid. Just be real quiet. Now, you little fellows, be real nice down here now in front. Real nice now, real quiet. Everybody, start praying now. Saying, Father, I am needy. While I talk to this woman here, because it's easy to come in contact with her, I don't say you tell her anything. But if he doesn't tell her, if he doesn't say one thing to you, if I just pass you by and lay hands on you, you know there's got to be some kind of anointing here. Is that right? I wouldn't know these things. Well, then, if you believe it's to be the Holy Spirit, you get your reward. If you call it something else, that'll be between you and God. See, I wouldn't know. I can only declare the Bible says it. You're just the proof. Now, our sister standing before me, she's suffering with a, a nervous condition and something wrong in her throat. That is right. If that's right, raise up your hand. You believe? Just watch me. I believe it'd be better for just taking the time with a few of them like that. Just watch me. I think it'll hold the audience better and just start running a big crowd. I just be real reverent. I feel led to do this. There's something else on her mind. She hasn't she hasn't delivered herself yet. There's something else. Just, yes, I see what it is. It's a trouble in your side. It's a growth, isn't it? You believe God can tell me what side it's in? It's in the left side. That's right. Raise up your hand. You believe now? There's something else on your heart. That's a man. That man's your husband. He's sitting out there. You believe God can tell me what's his trouble? Will you believe for him? And put that handkerchief on him? You got trouble with his eyes and with his ears. That's right. Raise up your hand. Go put the handkerchief on him. Be well in the name of Jesus Christ. Have faith now. Have faith. I have whole things becoming like a light all over the building. So now be real reverent. And if I don't get to see you after this for a while, we'll, we'll see you tomorrow night. I'll be real reverent, everyone. Now try to help work with me. You realize, if anybody wants to come take my place, you can come right on. See? See? 
but just be real reverent. I believe I'm here. I'm not a preacher. I, I, I have the education to be a preacher. God gave me maybe something else, see, so I could help you. Your pastor can preach to you and help you, but he, he gave me this to help you because I love you and he loves you. He wants me to express his love to you. How do you do? Now, here's a beautiful picture again. Uh, uh, colored sister and white man. Now, that's the same as it was at Samaria. A Jew and a Samaritan. But Jesus quickly let her know that because it was raised in a different part of the country and turned her skin's different color, God's God of all races. He's just like a flower bed. He has white flowers and red flowers and blue flowers, and that's his bouquet. See, he, he makes us this way. But our hearts, we all come from one person, Adam and Eve. That's right. The country we lived in, it changed our color. has nothing to do with our spirits and hearts. That's true. God's just as real to you as he is to anybody else. You believe that? You believe me to be his servant. You believe the things I've said. I know you do. I just come from Africa recently, past few years, going back again too. Oh, to see that faith, that simple faith. If God will reveal to me what's your trouble, will you believe me to be his prophet or his servant? You'll believe it. Maybe grand. Rectal trouble. The rectal. Now all of you colored people believe that. This is just this. Oh, wait, something more than that, too. He said it was an intestinal trouble. The intestine. And they're shrinking, shriveling up, collapsing these intestines. That is right. You believe with all your heart? You believe he could be his servant? If I tell you what your name is, would you believe me better? Would the audience believe better? Would you believe? Miss Jefferson? For whom Jesus Christ makes you well. God bless you. Have faith in God. How do you do? We're strangers to each other. Tell me when I get free by now. Um, we're strangers to each other. I do not know you. You do not know me. Ma'am, you've been in my meetings, but I would know you. Just sit out in the audience. Something happened, but I missed it. It was in that corner. Maybe it was that lady. The lady had just sat down. Was you the lady just prayed for or something? Yes. I, I watched that light. It left the platform, but I thought it was a man. It is a man. Sitting right there with throat trouble. Yeah, Esther. The man sitting by you is real happy because he just got healed. The glory of God upon him. That man had throat trouble. Your throat trouble's left you, sir. Your friend's sitting there praying for you brought the power of God upon you. Go now. Your sin's forgiven. Your throat's healed. Go and be made well in the name of the Lord Jesus. I challenge you. Have faith in God.
That lady sitting behind there looking right at me as hard as she can. Don't you see that light standing over? She's suffering with a bladder trouble. You believe with Raise up, sister. Stand up and accept your healing. All right, go on. Jesus Christ makes you well. i never seen a woman in my life. Are we strangers? Why don't raise up your hand, lady, if that's right. All right. Go home. Be well. When you sit back down, there's a lady sitting right next to you there, bothered with throat trouble also. Stand up, lady, and accept your healing. We're strangers to one another. Go home and be well. Jesus Christ makes you well. Can't you see that he lives? Christ lives. He's the same yesterday today forever. Just have faith in God, children. Have faith in God. Don't doubt. Just believe with all your heart. If thou canst believe, all things are possible. You got a nervous condition. Cough. That's what makes you cough. You're nervous. You're afraid of something wrong in your throat, but it isn't. When you get nervous, that's when you cough more. That's not your main thing, though. You're praying for somebody else. You had an accident, didn't you? Son in the hospital. Semi-conscious. You're scared what if he would die or something. He has been saved, but you're a little afraid. He wasn't afraid of this right. Isn't that right? That's right. Raise your hand. It's all right. It's okay. Go on. You'll come out of it. You believe with all your heart and go out of it. You believe me to be his prophet or his servant? That staggers people when it says. I don't claim to be his prophet. I'm just his brother. I'm his servant. Your brother. Just a moment. Just a moment. Something happened. Somewhere in the audience, be reverent now. I'd have to be real reverent and pray now. Just reach up and say, Lord Jesus, I don't care what you have me. Say, that man don't know me. I haven't got no prayer card. I'm not going to be in that prayer line. He don't know me. But Lord, if you just let me touch your garment, then you turn him around to me. See, just see if that isn't right. Just be real reverent. Uh, we are strange to each other. We do not know each other. That's right, just so we raise our hands for people's sake, all right? We're strangers to each other. Then, uh, but God knows us both. Do you believe me to be his servant? The reason I say that, he told me, you've read, probably read my book, have you ever read it? He said, if you get the people to believe you. Believe what? Not believe me to be him, but believe that he sent me. He has to get somebody somewhere. So he's got other men on the field, great men, I'm one of the small. But... My little part I like to do for him, to show him my expression about my love for him, to be reverent. I love him with all my heart, and I cannot love him without loving you all. Well, he'd rather I'd love you all than love him. I'd rather you love my children instead of loving me. And me being a parent thinks that, what about him? I say, Brother Bram, what are you doing? I'm waiting to see what he'll tell me. If he doesn't tell me nothing and I just come lay hands on you, would you believe anyhow? Would you believe anyhow? Would the audience believe that way anyhow? There it comes. Though. You've had an operation. Pretty serious. It isn't doing well. You're scared. You're afraid of cancer now. You believe he can tell me what the operation was? 
I see the office. There's a gold ladder. I believe. That's right. You're scared. If I don't say nothing what it is or whether it is, if God will just let you have faith, that's all you need, isn't it? Is that right? If he'll tell me who you are or where you're from or something like that or something else in your life, will you believe? Would it make you believe real? You know what? I don't know you. You're not from here. You're from a place called Downey. You're Mrs. Kelly. I go back to your heels, Jesus Christ. You believe? Have faith in God. Don't down. That woman, is that the woman just healed or prayed for? That light was right there just a moment ago, right where she was at. Somebody praying. Young man, you have a prayer card? You believe me to be his prophet, his servant? You believe God will heal your friend? If I tell you what's wrong, will you believe it? Cancer. Have faith and believe now. You'll get well. Amen. A lady sitting right back here looking at me. Got trouble with your foot. It was caused from an operation. Wearing glasses, brown hair. You believe with all your heart? Raise up your hand. All right, you can go home and be well. Jesus Christ healed you. You believe, sir? In the name of Jesus Christ, go and be healed. Amen. Have faith now, don't die. Lady, you got something wrong with your eyes. I'll tell you what it is. Will you believe? It's cancer. Will you accept your healing? Then in the name of Jesus Christ, go and be healed. Everybody pray. Have faith. My, here's another. Cancer. You believe that God will make you well, sister? Come let me lay hands on you while I'm on you. Go now and may the God of heaven heal you and make you well. That kidney trouble left you while you were sitting there. Go and be made well. Believe on the Lord Jesus with all your heart. Don't die. Just believe with all your heart. All right. Come, lady. You believe me to be a servant? God can heal heart trouble. Don't you believe that? You believe yours is healed? Then go on your road and say, Thank you, Lord Jesus. You may be well. You had a lady's trouble and also a heart trouble. You believe it's gone? All right, go on your road and say, thank you, Lord. Be made well. A man of your age should have a little prostrate nervous trouble. But one of your great things is a killer. That's heart trouble. You believe it, he'll heal you? If that's right, raise your hand. Go and be well. Jesus Christ will make you well. I'm believing now. How do you do, lady? You're awful thin, but you got a shadow over you. You're shattered to death. It's a cancer, a killer. You believe God will make you well? Go and I rebuke that devil for my sister. In the name of Jesus Christ, may come out of her. I'm a stranger to you, lady. You believe God can tell me what your trouble is? Would you believe? Wait a minute. Sitting right there, stomach trouble, sir. You believe God makes you well? You believe with all your heart? Black-headed man, young fellow with a white shirt on, praying there with something. That's it. Go home neat now. It's a nervous stomach. Had you blocked off. 
You believe on me with all your heart? You accept your healing? Stand up if you do. Just raise right up. All right, go home. Jesus Christ makes you well. If God can tell me what's your trouble, do you believe me? Would be his prophet, his servant? Your diabetes will leave you if you believe. Go home, be well. Jesus Christ will heal you. A lady got several things wrong with you. That's right. As a lady of your age, you actually had that. But the thing that you want me to pray for is the heart trouble. That's right. You have a nervous, weak heart. When you lay down, it gets worse than ever. So now, if you'll believe with all your heart, you can go home and be well. Jesus Christ make you well. How about believing? Sitting there in that salon chair. I can't heal you. Got a prayer card? God can make you well if you believe. You can't sit there and live like the lepers that sit at the gate. They say, why sit we here till we die? You got in contact with something. You're in contact with him. Now you touched his garment. If I could just get you to see it, you're dying with cancer. But if you'll believe with all your heart, Jesus Christ will make you well. The leper said, why do we sit here till we die? If we sit here, we'll die. If you sit there, you'll die. Rise up in the name of Jesus Christ. Go home and be made well. All of us to believe on him. You believe with all your heart? As we get towards the end of this episode, we end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love and for your loving kindness and tender mercies towards us. Father, we pray may the words that we've heard today that have gone into the depths of our soul, may they be a well of everlasting life springing forth out of us abundantly and bringing forth fruits meet for children of the kingdom of heaven. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, we'd really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you.
transformation where we will change dimension just as I did at the opening of the Easter sea. Oh, when I handle me, Oppression, lack of revelation. Your backslidden brother, and even your sister, your desire to grow stronger. Healing, your 
unsafe loved ones, your dark oppression, lack of revelation, your backslidden brother, and even your sister, whatever you need. 